Gary asked me to talk about prayer and um, when he asked me I started just putting some thoughts together and putting some thoughts down on paper so I've basically collated some of my thoughts that came to me as I've been thinking about this over the last few weeks. So today um, I thought we would talk about personal prayer um, and then maybe some obstacles to prayer and then about praying with others. And I came across this quote recently, not quite sure where, um, I think somewhere online, but this is what Mother Teresa said. Prayer is putting oneself in the hands of God. And that is so true, isn't it? We put ourselves in God's hands. We come before God, we open our hearts to God, and we put ourselves in his hands when we pray. Um, let's just look at some of the things we can do when we pray. So when should we pray? Anytime, <laughs> all the time, and pray continually. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians, pray continually. In the old King James, it used to say, pray without ceasing. Well, it still does it say it there, pray without ceasing. So keep praying, pray all the time, but pray daily. Um, for me, it's important to um, start my conversation with God, if you like. Um, maybe pause and pray for a few minutes in the morning. And then after I've done that, then it kind of starts a conversation with God. Some of you will be familiar with the book by um, a monk written many, many years ago called Practicing the Presence of God. And... Actually, if we can pray throughout our day, pray continually, practice being in the presence of God, practice talking to God throughout our day, then it really helps us. Um, so where should we pray? Well, basically anywhere. <laughs> um, Jesus, it says in the Bible, often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And a couple, last week or a couple of weeks ago, um, we were asked to say what our stone's throw place was. Jesus, it says, went a stone's throw and prayed. So he went away. He went somewhere where he could be alone. He went somewhere where it was quiet, where he could concentrate when he could really focus on being with his father. Um, last week, um, Naomi was talking about um, praying when she's running. Chris was talking about praying when he's driving. There are places where we can be by ourselves. So find a place that works for you and um, pray. In Matthew 6, it's... Um, talks about prayer and it says go into your room and close the door and pray to your father who is unseen um, go into your room and close the door it's intentional so I think it's important to be intentional when we pray um, maybe we don't have a lot of time but if we can be intentional about making that small space it may only be a few minutes when we can start the conversation with God then it helps us it sets our focus for the rest of the day um, we need to be 
aware. We're in a battle. And praying is rarely convenient. It doesn't always fit into our schedule. We have to find a place to fit it into our schedule. Um, so being intentional is, for me, something that's really important. You can think to yourself, oh, I can't do it now, I'll do it later. Um, actually, if you've got a really busy day, spending a few minutes to focus at the beginning of the day is probably the best use of your time, rather than rushing into the, your day. Um, I've been quite busy over the last few months, very busy, busier than I've wanted to be in lots of ways and it's been really important for me to stop and pray before I I've sometimes thought Lord I'm just going to stop and pray now before I sort of barge into this day like a bull in a china shop and um, make a mess of everything so for me it's been important to pause and pray before I start my day um, so how should we pray Pause, focus, remember who God is. Um, the Lord's Prayer starts with our Father in heaven. Remember it's your Father you're talking to and it's your Father in heaven. This has really helped me over the last few months. This is from the Lectio 365 app. It's just a little prayer as you start to read the thing each day. And this is what it says. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still. To breathe slowly. To recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. And this has been quite a stressful time for lots of people for lots of different reasons. And actually doing this thing, pausing, recentering. On the presence of God has been really helpful. Is this you? Sometimes this is me. I'm busy, I've got this to do, I've got that to do, this is going on and I'm like almost like somebody with a loud hailer shouting to God. But actually if you do the thing that was on the previous slide, pause breathe slowly, centre on God, you realise God is not distant. We don't have to shout to make him hear us. He's present with us. He's here. His presence is here. If anybody moved, it's us. It's not God. We simply need to still the noise in our own hearts and focus on his presence. And I hope that will really help us. So when we've centred our minds on God, what do we do next? It's always good to give thanks. Find something to say thank you to God for. There's always something to thank him for. In the Lord's Prayer, the next bit is hallowed be your name. In the Psalms, it says, um, worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Bring your thanks into God's presence. Um, let that be the first thing you do. Thank him for who he is. Thank him that he's there. Thank him that you can sense his presence. Um, read some scripture. Listen to some worship songs. Do something that helps you to focus on God. 
Um, reading scripture, listening to worship helps us to refocus our minds and set our thoughts straight um, so that we can pray. It renews our minds. Then the next thing in the Lord's Prayer, submit everything to God. It says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that means, for me, that means your will be done, Father, in my life. Your will be done in my circumstances. And then you can pray for your will to be done across the earth. But I think as we do this, we give ourselves to God. And we bring ourselves into a position where we can really start to commune with God and enjoy his presence. Don't ask God to bless your plans. Give your plans to him and ask him to be in the driving seat each day. It makes all the difference. It has done for me. And then what should we ask for? Ask, make your requests. Give us today our daily bread, Jesus said. So what kind of things can we ask for? Um, in Philippians, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what, God what you need and thank him for all he's done. So don't worry, but tell God about everything. Nothing is too small for God's attention. He's your father and he wants to hear from you. Jesus said, think about the birds of the air. They neither, neither um, sow or reap, but your father takes care of them. Um, what did people pray for in the Bible? Well, we've already seen some of these things today. It's really helpful to see some of the things that people prayed for. We've looked at, um, or we didn't look at this one. This is Abraham intercedes for the people of Sodom. He intercedes, that means he comes between God and the situation and he asks God to change his mind. Abraham's servant prays for the provision of a wife for Isaac. We looked at that this morning in our quiz. Moses intercedes for Pharaoh and for God's people. He pleads um, with God. He speaks to Pharaoh and he intercedes for the people. He speaks in between, as it were. Hannah prays for a child. We, we looked at that today. David prayed for lots of things. Elias, I think it was last week, talked about when King David repented. Um, he went in and sat before the Lord. That's a lovely picture, isn't it? He went into the temple and he knew that's where he was going to meet with God. He went in and sat before the Lord. King Solomon dedicates the temple and prays. And it's in that section of scripture where we get that um, verse that some of us know very well, where God replies to Solomon's prayer if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. So that's the context of that um, reply from God, that promise from God. A few more. Elijah prays for rain. We've already looked at something from Elijah this morning. Hezekiah laid out a letter that had come from his enemies. He took it and he laid it out before the Lord and prayed. Sometimes it's helpful to do that. Daniel cries out to God for deliverance for his nation. 
and the Psalms are full of people's prayers and worship. And the New Testament, there's loads and loads and loads we can think of in the New Testament. Here's just a few things. Jesus prayed and taught his disciples to pray. In Acts, there are lots of different kinds of prayers in Acts you can look at. They joined together constantly in prayer. They prayed for others, people were healed. Paul and other apostles pray for new churches. I have not stopped praying for you. He didn't just pray once. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. And then again in Colossians, we've not stopped praying for you in asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will. Interesting to see that it would be a good survey to do, to look through the New Testament and um, look through particularly the letters and think about the things that um, people actually prayed for each other. What was it that they prayed? So what about some obstacles to praying? What about when we're really anxious and stressed? What do we do? What do we do? This scripture is helpful in 1 Peter. It says, humble yourselves under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Bring yourself under God's authority and under his care. And then it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. We um, mentioned a moment ago when Hezekiah came and spread out the letter before God. When you're anxious, it is sometimes really helpful. I find it helpful to write things down. When there's lots of things going on and lots of things that you're concerned about, get a piece of paper. Sometimes I think, right, I need a piece of paper. Get a big piece of paper and write down all the things that you're concerned about, all the issues that you need to ask God to help you with. And then lay them out before God and say, there's this thing. And actually for me, writing it down helps me to sort out my ideas. Because sometimes your ideas are just a jumble and a mess, aren't they? So actually writing it down on a piece of paper. Thankfully, I don't have to do this very often, but I do do it sometimes. And actually bringing it before God, it's not just then a sort of clever um, mental health trick. Um, it's involving God in it. Bring it before God and ask God to be involved in each of these things. And as you do that, it's amazing how some lights come on and you start to think, oh, yeah, I could do that about that, couldn't I? Or, oh, maybe I could ask some, somebody else to help me with that. This is how I can pray about this thing. And it kind of separates out the issues. And more importantly, it involves God in each one of them. So for me, that's something really helpful. And I hope it helps you as well. Silence is sometimes helpful, especially in these days when we've got social media, prayer apps, Bible reading apps, messages from friends. Sometimes, actually, just like King David, sit before the Lord. Um, we heard many years ago, I remember a wise man of God talking to us. I think it was even when I was at university to see you meeting lovely man of God, Bible teacher, he said, 
you know, sometimes I've got a chair in my study and sometimes I just go and sit in my chair and say, you know why I've come, Lord. And I sit. And actually just sitting in silence before God sometimes is really helpful. And we may have to ask others to pray for us. God intends us to be a body. We're a fellowship of his people. He's made us to need each other. And asking others to pray is really important because sometimes it's difficult to pray for ourselves. So what about this big question? Will God answer our prayers if I ask for a, I don't know, a Jaguar or a Rolls Royce? Um, will God give it to me? Probably not. <laughs> But this scripture, I think, is helpful. Um, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. So the prerequisite of asking is relationship, living, abiding in Jesus, letting him live in us, letting him be part of our lives and be in charge of our lives, being in the driving seat. Asking comes out of our relationship with God. Remember, he's our father. So the things we ask for, hopefully when we're in that relationship with God, we learn to ask for things that will please him. And if you do that, he definitely will answer your prayers. What about when we don't know how to pray? This scripture in Romans is helpful. We don't know what we ought to pray for. A lot of the time we don't know what we should pray for. But it says the Spirit himself intercedes for us with wordless groans. Sometimes that's us that have got the groans, isn't it? We don't know what to say. And it's hard to express sometimes what's inside us. But the Holy Spirit helps us. He's praying for us. He prays through us. And also there in that same passage in Romans 8, it says Christ Jesus who died is at the right hand of God and he's also interceding for us. So Jesus is praying for us too. So when you don't know what to pray, remember Jesus is praying for you. It's also helpful to pray scripture. Pray the words of the Psalms. Pray other scriptures. Pray them over yourself. Pray them for other people. So read the Psalms and use them as prayers for yourself. Pray in tongues as the Holy Spirit enables you. Ask God to give you a word or a picture to show you how to pray. That's very helpful. And ask others to pray for you. Oh, this is a big question, isn't it? What if I don't feel worthy? <laughs> well... Let me tell you, none of us are worthy and we never will be. But we enter God's presence because of Jesus. It's like we go into that throne room and we say, Father, I'm here because Jesus died for me. That's why I'm here, because his death atoned for my sin. That's why I can come into your presence. So... Um, the scripture in Hebrews says, let us approach God's throne with confidence 
so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Sometimes the battle is in our minds and we need to be aware of that because our hearts condemn us when God doesn't condemn us. Um, and this scripture in Romans, again, Romans 8, is a good chapter to read. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And God welcomes us into his presence. My slide's gone a bit funny here. I don't know why that happened. Um, remember, after Jesus died, the curtain of the temple was torn in two. And that indicated that God is welcoming us into his presence because of what Jesus has done. And there's no other reason why we can be there. None of us are worthy and we never will be. And remember Elias from last week talking about repentance. If we have sinned, then um, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins when we repent and confess our sins. Um, you can find that scripture in 1 John chapter 1. So that's all about praying ourselves. What about praying with others? Why is it a good idea? Well, I said before, God has made us for each other. He's made us for fellowship and he's made us to be a body. One of the things that's really helpful about praying with other people is we stand together. We stand with each other. We're no longer alone. We encounter God's presence together in a way that sometimes we don't by ourselves. It's a mystery. I don't know why that is. But Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there in the midst. And I think um, it's been really valuable for us to pray together over the last year. Some of us have been meeting and we have encountered God's presence. Yes, even on Zoom. Um, when we've got over the weirdness of it, and I think we have got over the weirdness of it now, um, it's been really good. It's actually been a huge relief for me to pray with other people. Um, you know, when you see the situation in the world, you see things on the television, the news, all kinds of things have happened this year, haven't they? And it's just been so good to pray with other people. Um, for me, it's vital to pray with other people. Um, when we pray with others, we're encouraged by other people's faith. You know, sometimes we don't have the faith for something. We think, oh, bit of a big situation, this. And then somebody else prays something and you're like, yeah, we can do that. And, you know, when other people are praying, you can say, yes, amen, I agree. Um, praying with each other builds community. When we pray for something together and then God answers, actually, we've done something together, haven't we? We've achieved something together. Um, some of you will know just recently we were praying for the Elliot family um, for their little baby that was born um, who was sick. And we were some of the people who prayed for that little one. And he's gone home. And that is just amazing. It's a miracle. Um, but because we were praying for him, we feel like it's almost like we feel we're part of that now. When you pray for other people and when we, you pray together with others, 
you actually accomplish something together. And don't let anybody ever say, oh, I can only pray. Because praying is doing something. And um, when you pray together, um, it, there's something that happens with the group of people you pray with. Um, I think through my life, looking back over the years since I've been a Christian, some of the people I've become closest to have been the people I've prayed with. You, there's somehow a deep bond with people that you pray with because you meet God together and you accomplish something together. Um, we encourage one another. We can pray for big issues together. Those, thing those things you feel, I'm too little to pray for this. I don't know what to pray. Actually, praying with other people for those things is so helpful. Like Aaron and her holding up Moses' hands um, when, they were, when they were praying, you know, encouraging one another is so important. So what should we pray for when we're together? Well, anything and everything. We can pray for the Lord's people. It's really important. Um, that's Ephesians again. Pray also for me that I may fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Interesting, Paul never prays that he'll be released from prison. He asks that um, he would be given boldness to share the word of God boldly and effectively. Um, so pray for God's people. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. We need to watch for each other. We need to care for each other. We need to encourage one another as we pray. And here it is again. Pray for us too that God will open a door for our message. And there are some more things. Pray for those in authority. Pray for our country. Pray for our nation. Pray for other nations. Um, we can pray for the outreach from our church. We can pray for our neighbours, our friends, our communities. So let's do that. This is one thing that people sometimes find difficult when we're praying with other people. I don't like praying out loud. I don't know what to say. Oh, it's no good. I get my words all jumbled and it all comes out wrong. Well, it doesn't matter if it comes out wrong. It's good that you're there. And again, it's really helpful to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit. God knows how to speak to you. And God knows how he wants you to pray. So if we ask God how we should pray, then we know he's going to answer our prayers. And for me, sometimes God's, God gives me a picture. And pictures aren't always for prophesying or for giving to other people. For me, a picture is just how God speaks to me. I'll get an image or a a concept in my mind that I hadn't thought of before. I think, oh yeah, that's how we can pray for that thing. And that really helps me. So ask God to speak to you if you don't know what to pray. If you're there with other people praying, just say amen to other people's prayers. You don't have to be the one to, to pray out loud, as it were, but say amen, be there and encourage others to pray. Your presence is important. Listen to how other people are praying and follow on. It's important to listen when we're praying together. Um, sometimes we can think, oh, I want to pray for this, and you get your thing in as quick as you can. But actually, if you listen to other people, 
then sometimes you start to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying and what is on God's heart. And it's really good if we can listen and follow on from others. It's really helpful. Be specific if you can when you pray. Um, then you'll know if God's answered. Yeah? <laughs> so if you don't pray for anything, how do you know if you've received an answer? Um, Jesus said to um, blind Bartimaeus, the man was blind. Um, but Jesus still said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And he said, Rabbi, I want to see. Um, while we were praying together a couple of weeks ago, um, we prayed for somebody who, who comes as part of the um, Zoom meeting. And they had asked us for some specific things they wanted us to pray for. They thought about it and thought, this is what I would like God to do. This is where I need God to help me. And we prayed for those things. And the next week they came back and said, actually, you know, God, God answered all of those things I asked for. And it was great. That encouraged us. It encouraged them. And we could see just God's hand at work in that person's life, how God was caring for them and being their father. So we said this already. We can pray for big issues together when we pray together. It's really important to pray for those together. When we pray, we might say, some people might say, well, why should we pray? Why doesn't God just kind of fix it? And it's a really interesting dynamic and something I don't think we really understand. But it's like when we pray, God invites us to work alongside him in bringing his kingdom here on earth. Um, I don't know why it would seem to us be much more simple if God just did things, but he does move in response to our prayers. Um, there are lots of scriptures we could go into and look at that when there's no time to do it here, but um, maybe that's something you'd like to look at yourselves at home. When we pray, we are doing something. Don't ever say, oh, I can only pray. Um, we prayed last week for the Bouncing Beans um, event. And one of the things we prayed for was the fact that there'd be good weather. And there was. Okay. Some people, if they're sceptical, might say, well, that's a coincidence. <laughs> but I'd like to think that God answered our prayers. And um, again, I feel that we are kind of invested in Bouncing Beans now because we prayed for them. We are part of what they're doing. We prayed a few months ago when Alpha was going on. We felt like we were part of what was happening there because we were praying for it. So you might not be able to be there on the Bouncing Beans team, but if you can pray for Bouncing Beans, you're part of it. You're doing something. You're getting involved. Um, so yeah, there's lots of things we can do. Um, and lots of ways we can support the work of others within our community if we'll pray for them. So I wonder how we'd like to do that. Um, some people are already involved in prayer triplets. I wonder if we might like to get together with some other people to pray. You could do it online. You can do it personally if you um, obey the, all the restrictions at the moment. Maybe you'd have to do it outside if you do it personally. Um, 
But is that something you'd like to do? Are you thinking to yourself, actually, I'd really like to get involved and pray for some of these things? We really need people to be praying for bouncing beans, um, for the youth um, and the outreach that they're doing, for Food Bank, which is going to be setting up soon, we hope, as a hub in Serum Hill, the English Cafe, the Safe, the Town Chaplains. There's all kinds of things that are going on within our community that we can be praying for. We can be involved in these things if we pray for them. Um, currently, we're praying on a Tuesday evening, just for one hour on Zoom. And we know that time doesn't suit everybody. So are there other times that you'd like to pray? Are there other settings that you'd like to pray in? Um, would you like to prayer walk with somebody? It would be great if people can get in touch with us and come back to us with your ideas. If you've got some ideas and think, actually, I really want to do something. I really would like to pray with someone else. I could do it at this time. I'd like to do it in this way. So please do communicate and you can do that on the hello at Basingstoke website, which normally comes up at the end of the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, he's put it up there. What lovely. Thank you. Um, you might like to pray, commit to pray for one of the things that's going on in our church. That would be brilliant if you would. You might want to pray for an issue that you're passionate about. Be careful. God might make you the answer to your own prayers. You might want to pray for a nation. Um, but let's do this thing. Let's get involved. Let's not sit on the sidelines. We can all pray. Um, even if we don't think we're good at it, it doesn't matter. There's an opportunity here for us um, to pray with other Christians from the 13th of May to the 23rd of May. This is for the Thy Kingdom Come um, initiative that we've been involved with before. And this is quite simple, really. They ask us to pray for five people that they'll come to know Jesus. Um, there's a good website um, where there are some resources that we can look at online. I just looked on my phone yesterday. It said, you know, look at this resource. It's online or to print out. I clicked on it. I could see it straight away on my phone. I'm not very techie, so if I can see it on my phone, then most of us probably can. Um, so there are some resources there, and we'll give you the information about the website where you can find those. So we can get involved. Wouldn't it be great if some of our five friends came to know Jesus over this, it's 11 days of prayer altogether. Um, so let's think about that. Think about how we'd like to do it. Would you like to do it with someone else in triplets? Would you like to prayer walk your area? There's all kinds of things you can do. Let's get involved, folks. When we pray, God answers. Let's join the adventure. Let's get involved.